As a journalist, my number one obligation is to report the news. Unless, of course, the news is the bad things that my big brother's been doing. I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. And this episode of Right Angle, of course, brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. Gentlemen, there's been a new release of documents from the Attorney General of New York related to the case against Andrew Cuomo, the former governor who was uh, bums rushed out of office thanks to his sexual harassment or sexual harassment allegation, shall we say, uh, from a number of women. It turns out that uh, Chris Cuomo, who is a CNN, I'm not going to call him a journalist, I'll call him a personality, who's a CNN personality and uh, little brother of the former governor, uh, was involved for a greater uh, period of time and more closely than he has previously acknowledged. He previously said that he did advise his brother and that, in fact, he was among the early ones who suggested that his brother should step down. Uh, but Stephen Green, the the new cache of documents, which uh, has still uh, needs to be combed through, and CNN has committed itself to going through those documents themselves to make sure uh, that they are following their own ethical guidelines. But in any case... One of the things that they found out was that um, that Chris was looking out for Andrew in several ways, one of which was reporting to Andrew's top aide uh, about what reporters were saying about whether more women were about to come out with allegations against the governor. Uh, Steve, you're now the uh, executive producer of Chris Cuomo's show on CNN, and these kind of documents begin to leak out. We don't have proof yet. He's innocent until proven guilty. What do you do? Yeah, why should I do anything, really? Um, and I, I'm not kidding with that, but I'm, I'm going to circle back to that, uh, to answering that part of the question if, uh, in just a moment. Uh, what we have here, it's, it's kind of like if there was a court of law where the judge and the prosecutor were conspiring behind the scenes to make sure that whoever was on trial, who was very just guilty as hell, got off. And that's that's essentially what uh, what what the Cuomo boys were doing here. And I realize they aren't in a legal setting, but CNN is a part, a large part, for reasons that elude me, of the court of public opinion. And you had a CNN personality. That is a proper word to use, by the way, Scott. And the governor of one of the most uh, one of the biggest states in the nation working together behind the scenes to not just shape public opinion regarding the governor, but giving Andrew Cuomo, if these allegations are true, tools he needed and may have used in order to try and intimidate further witnesses from coming forward. And that does become a legal matter. If uh, if it turns out Andrew Cuomo took this information and used it to try and silence women from coming forward, that's a big, big no-no. And I hope both Cuomos get caught up in that trap. Are just horrible, horrible people. I think Bill called him a criminal enterprise on our backstage show, available to members only, and I, I can't think of a, a better description. Um, that said, if I'm producing Chris Cuomo's show, the only thing I'm going to do is everything I can to sweep it under the rug because clearly I was a part of this. This this wasn't just this wasn't just the Cuomo boys. This took staffs. This took communication. Yeah, this this was. Everybody had to have been in the know. Well, not everybody, but everybody involved uh, closely with uh, with Chris Cuomo at CNN had to know. Um, I know the old Watergate thing. What did uh, the idiot host know and when did he know it? 
but he knew it from the start. And there's no way his producer isn't a part of this. What CNN does from this point on doesn't really matter either because CNN should, number one, if they've been a legitimate news organization, would not have had Chris Cuomo reporting on and interviewing his own brother on network television as a, as a, as a news show. That's that's a big no-no right there. Uh, so CNN, as far as I'm concerned, no matter what their investigation may or may not prove and how honest that investigation may or may not be, and let's face it, whenever we investigate ourselves, hey, hey, I couldn't find anything. It's cool. We're, we're good here. Um, so whatever, the, whatever CNN ends up doing, it doesn't really matter because they proved from the outset, we're going back to, what, March or April of last year, that they are not a news organization. It isn't just that this one particular personality isn't a journalist. It's that CNN is not about journalism. It's about generating hate views on the air and about generating hate clicks online. Uh, Bill Whittle, this is kind of an awkward situation. I mean, uh, when you have multiple uh, siblings in a family who all go their own ways and strike out on their own careers, at times you're going to wind up with these conflicts of interest. This conflict of interest seems to be more exaggerated than most, at least if you start to chronicle the number of media people who are in the journalism field that are either related to directly by blood or married into uh, families with people in politics, either working for government agencies or actually elected political officials. I mean, you don't have to scrape too deep to find there was a major TV personality uh, who was married to the chairman of the Fed. So, you know, there's a lot of this kind of stuff that goes on. And you would think that companies like CNN had been to this dance before and would know how to handle this in a way that doesn't hurt their reputation. Uh, there's a, a memo or a text that went from Chris Cuomo to uh, Andrew Cuomo's uh, top aide uh, on March 12th and said uh, it, it was coaching them on what the governor should say. And the governor should say this, according to his little brother, I will not resign. I cannot resign. I understand the political pressure. I understand the stakes of political warfare. And that's what this is. And Bill, here's the part that's going to warm your heart right here. Andrew, or Chris Cuomo coaching Andrew Cuomo to say, and I understand the conformity that can be forced by cancel culture. Isn't it good to see even the left standing up against the conformity that can be forced by cancel culture? And wouldn't you, if you were Andrew's little brother, try to protect him from that as well? Have either of you ever seen uh, Chris Cuomo on, on TV? A couple of times. Do any Clips. of you, either of you or anybody watching, believe that he would be hired as a network personality <laughs> if his last name wasn't Cuomo? No. Does anybody he's believe that? Physically, does anybody he's, believe, does he's anybody strikingly believe ordinary. That, does anybody believe that Hunter Biden's investment acumen is, is so profound that, that he's worth 500000 or a million dollars a year? Does anybody believe that if his name wasn't Biden and he wasn't connected to the president, that this guy would be getting those kind of deals? I mean, now we're getting to the root of the issue. The issue isn't really so much as whether or not uh, Chris colluded with Andrew. It's the fact that the reason that Chris was hired in the first place is because he's Andrew's brother and Mario's son. That's a That's a liberal pedigree. And therefore, the reason he was hired is not because of his astonishing skills as a, as a journalist or as a personality. He's an unpleasant, unlikable guy who's not very good at his job. 
but presumably he had inside information and he could get the governor on the phone, right? We're not just talking about the governor at the time we were talking about a likely future president of the United States. Ring him up. Let's get out the giant um, Q-tip. Ha ha. And now we've got Andrew Cuomo on our segment for another couple of uh, minutes. And during COVID, that was valuable information to have. So that's why the relationship existed in the first place. But I'm, I can remember a time, as we said on our backstage show, when it was the job of the press to investigate whether or not public officials were having things like illicit uh, sexual relationships with people who they shouldn't be having sexual relationships with. And then their job, if they were to uncover this information, would be to promote that information in order to get that person out of office. And what we see now is what we've seen from CNN for a long, long time. CNN's job now is to get Andrew Cuomo as much information as possible through the through the essentially the intelligence network of, of that CNN has as reporters and boil down to Andrew through Chris what the main lines of attack are going to be so that he can defend himself. In other words, CNN's job now, or at least Chris Cuomo's job, is to protect the governor against charges of 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 illegal, illicit, immoral behavior. Rather than going after him and bringing him down, the job of this new agency is to make sure that he stays in office. There's an old saw that used to mean something, and they said that the, the job of the press was to comfort the afflicted and to afflict the comfortable. In other words, the job of the press was to protect the little guy and go after the big guy. CNN's motto is comfort the comfortable and afflict the afflicted. That's what they do. And that is their entire business plan. It has been for a long time. You have to ask yourself at what point, I mean, just off the top of my head, when you find out that, that CNN's uh, reporter, Donna Brazil, is giving Hillary Clinton uh, questions in advance for her debate with Donald Trump, oops, oops, oops. How many oopses do you have to, I mean, how, really, I don't mean to, I don't mean to take this all the way to the bottom, but honestly, comes a point where you have to say, how many camps do you have to discover before you stop giving Hitler the benefit of the doubt? I mean, honestly, when the evidence starts to pile up to this degree and never seems to stop, you have to ask yourself, not, not only is just the Cuomo family a criminal organization, but what does that make CNN? And how many times has CNN done things like squash the Hunter Biden story to protect that criminal family syndicate? Well, uh, a news organization, a journalistic enterprise, uh, when faced with a challenge like this, would in all likelihood initially have a conversation with their host and say, uh, look, Chris, um, we see your brother's involved in a major imbroglio here. I mean, obviously he's been in office, so we've always had this dynamic tension of, of you being in the news business and your brother being in politics in the same uh, you know, bailiwick. But uh, in this particular situation, we're going to uh, ask you to refrain from any kind of coverage um, of this issue during the time that that it's ongoing as a news issue. Uh, a legitimate uh, media organization or news organization would have immediately launched a probe of the activities of their own 
staffer when these documents came out indicating that there was some interaction. And they would have had that probe handled by a third party. They wouldn't have done it themselves because they realized that their own credibility is on the line. Um, if they found out that uh, that Chris Cuomo had been talking to journalists on behalf of his brother or feeding lines for speeches uh, to his brother, uh, then they would have fired him. If he were um, a professional journalist, before that happened, he would likely have quit in shame and admitted to this. Um, and then perhaps the part that bothers me most is that the essence of this story is not just that, that he was feeding his brother lines for speeches, which I guess his brother could easily ignore, but that he was he was talking to journalists whom he referred to as sources and then feeding back to the governor's office uh, what the sources were saying about what they were hearing. And if you're part of a legitimate news organization, New York Times, Washington Post, MSNBC, Fox News, CNN, whatever organization you're part of, and you're talking to Chris Cuomo about what you're hearing out there with your ear to the ground as a reporter about his brother, the governor, what kind of person are you? And I think all of, I don't know why I'm even talking about what legitimate news organizations do, because that really doesn't have anything to do with this story. Um, I think that ultimately, as a person, the only thing we can control is our own behavior. And I think all of us ought to stop saying at any point in our lives that we were watching the news, that we were reading the news, that we were listening to the news. And we ought to acknowledge what it is. It's just the same thing as if you turned on, you know, a football game on Sunday afternoon. It's entertainment. You were looking for entertainment. You wanted to see a, you know, a, a strikingly ordinary man like Chris Cuomo uh, talking because you find it entertaining to listen to him. Not that you think he's a legitimate news source. And I think when we come to, the, to embrace that fact, and this includes, by the way, your favorite news channel because they're all engaged in the entertainment business. That's their primary business. There are almost no legitimate news organizations remaining on the planet uh, because they're so driven by the need to tr attract eyeballs and to get advertising dollars and in some cases to sell subscriptions that they feel like all they, all they can do is create the news and hide the news that doesn't work well for their demographics and for their advertising. So really, I guess we should blame ourselves that we even know that there's an organization called CNN, which purports to be a cable news network. It doesn't exist. We should stop pretending it does. And frankly, uh, from this moment forward, just forget there was ever a guy named Chris Cuomo. Uh, may he rest in jail. Uh, for Bill Whittle <laughs> and Stephen Green, my name is Scott Odd. Thanks for watching Right Angle. Thank you.